Well, it's been a heck of a week, hasn't it? I think it's time we just embrace the chaos, baby. Embrace the chaos. We'll do so next. They don't you mean, mean a thing. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Command This. It is, what is it? It's October 20th. Dang, gone. Uh, where? where? Where is this season going? I, I tell you. I tell you, hey, Ting, this season, man, it's going by so fast. But here we are. It's week seven for the Mighty Mighty Commanders. And we're sitting at two and four. The Mighty Mighty one game out of wild card, Commanders. Which is crazy because... Everyone but the NFC East sucks ass. That's that's the bottom line, and that's insane. It's almost like our 2020 season when the entire NFC East just sucks all together. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if somehow, some way, the entire NFC East makes the playoffs? I mean, I'd have, go, I'd have to go back and look. I bet you it's happened before. Mm-mm. No, it's never been possible with the playoff seating. It hasn't. Nope. Because now you have more teams that can get into the wild card mm. get that extra wild card yeah that's interesting well let's kick off the show fellas well this is episode 154 for 150 excuse me 155 for your boys been doing it for a little while now and so here we are it's packers week week seven Whoa, man. Week seven. Packers at home. How y'all feeling? Feeling like I'm going to put my ass on a seat cushion. They're giving them out, right? Supposedly. After the game. Ah, they're smart. (laughs) They know better. They know that. They know better. Don't mess around. Um, Yeah, so let's just kick it right off. 2022 Packers, uh, you know, we had our friend Shygun scheduled to come on the show tonight. Uh, he couldn't make it, but he did send us uh, his thoughts, which we'll get into here shortly. We'll, we'll give you his um, his thoughts as a diehard Packer fan living in Chicago, which is kind of weird. But uh, it's just, just kicking it off. Dev, what's your overall impressions of the 2022 Packers, man? How you feeling about uh, They're struggling just like us. They don't have a lot of weapons on the outside that I'm scared of. Um. They still have a, a absolute god amongst quarterbacks in uh, Aaron Rodgers, yes, but I, I think um, after that they're a good team. Um, they have uh, players that can make plays like Jair Alexander, plays like that out there. Um, but I'm not scared of them. They, they should win. To be, I want to make that clear. Like Green Bay is a better team than the Washington Commanders. I think that we have some players and some and some players that will make their team have some trouble. I think we're a matchup problem for Green Bay. So that I'll start with that. I, I don't I don't really fear anything about those guys. Nothing besides Aaron Rodgers. Right, Aaron Rodgers is it. He's one of the goats, man. I'm not gonna salute to to the real A Rod. 
He is he is one of the goats first ballot Hall of Famers. He's he you know what he's capable, but he has been struggling. Uh, Phil, what's your what's your initial impressions of of the twenty twenty two Packers? First of all, I got him for for all my wrestling fans out there. If you remember uh, CM Punk at the AEW media scrum after the last pay per view, sums up exactly how. Aaron Rodgers must be fe- feeling right now when he said, I'm old, I'm hurt, I'm tired, and I work with fucking children. Damn, son. He's, he's I pissed. guarantee you that's how he feels right now. He's you know, going home right now. Fuck these kids. He's, he's still going, salty hey. about Devontae Adams being gone. Aaron Rodgers. No, but Aaron you see, Rogers the Packers do this all the time, right? They never keep wide receivers for Aaron Rodgers. And then when Aaron Rodgers wants to leave, they throw him the money. And he'll take the money, but yeah. I'll bet you if you kept some receivers, you could keep him for a little bit cheaper too. No, I don't I think just, so. I, I don't I don't think he had a chance to take I less think, money last year. He, the last two years he haven't done it. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know. That's been their MO for the last ten years. I don't yeah. think he's taking less. I don't think I wouldn't. Fuck him. I mean, their receiver got paid, they just traded him. They paid him, then traded him. So they pay guys. I don't know. They just aren't there right now. But Aaron Rodgers is like the dad when he gets out of work that pulls into his house and just sits another five or six minutes in the driveway before he goes in with the rest of the kids. You know what I'm saying? He just wants a right. little time to himself before he has to deal with these fucking kids. That, I do that's that by myself. Just, he goes to work every day. Like, <sighs> let me finish listening to this Snoop. <laughs> Sit in the car, you know. Relax. Was that his comments a couple years ago before they won that crazy ass run? R E L A H. And then they went off on a run, man. Yeah. Well, they haven't, they've never lost two in a row until last week. This is going to be the first time they lose three in a row. We beat them. Is that something we need to take in mind? Do we need to relax? Relax. I don't know, man. I'm not, no, no. We, that, we, no. (laughs) I think the difference between our guys and theirs is that our guys are, we got some guys that are coming back. Uh, I think that our, we have two linemen coming back this week. That's going to pay the difference because they're going to be without Bactari and another guy starting on the line. Yeah, that, That's why I, I told uh, our guy we're going to talk to see a video of later, uh, Shotguns, that, you know, if Chase Young was to come back this game, this will be the one because you guys are missing two or three linemen. And that's going to be hard. I don't care if you have, you know, Moses of Arimathea, you know, at a quarterback. Uh, or if you have, you know, David, Luke, John, Paul, all those other white guy names you find in Middle Africa, yeah, in the Bible. <laughs> the, yeah. I, I'm just saying, it's, it seems like impossible uh, to let that to happen. It does. <laughs> um, big presence to the show. Welcome, welcome, Selena. How you doing? How you doing, Marcus Edelin? Thanks oh, for joining shit. us, man. Said, what up, family? The Packers week. This is offensive line and run defense. We still have the bad man. That's right. Discount, discount double, baby. You can't, can't count them out. Uh, Greg Delaney says, Dotson is out. Yeah, we'll get to the full injury report here in just a second. Hey, yeah, shout out to Ma Dukes, man. Thanks, Mom. Thanks. Hi, Mom. Thanks for tuning oh, in. Oh, shoot. Sorry, Mom. Appreciate you. Hi, Mom. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Marcus, um, yep. Ken Blazik, thanks for joining, man. Appreciate you, even with your your uh, your comment commentary. I'm sure that was players. directed towards me or Dev. <laughs> Oh man! Well, let's let's just go ahead and break down the actual um, some actual 
Packers stuff here. So I'm going to go ahead and let's, let's flash the stats real quick. Let's let's look at who they actually have um, on offense and defense. Let, let's see where they where they stand. Um, all right, team stats. Real quick. Well, their opponents so far, they are three and three. Surprisingly, some, some weird things going on in there. Yep, three and three. Um, better than us. One game, two and four. But hey, all good. Um, lost to the Vikings, seven to twenty-three. Uh, beat the Bears, twenty-seven. Kirko, Kirko, Bangs. Beat the Bucks, fourteen to twelve. Overtime victory over the Patriots, 27-24. Lost to the Giants by 5, 22-27. And lost to the Jets last week, 10-27. I watched that game, and it was horrendous. Yeah. That was a bad game for them. Bad game for them. E-L-Y. You don't have any linemen. That's what happens to you, bro. Yeah. They're offensive ranks. 19th on third down conversions. Their defense is first place in the NFL on the – at the third down conversion. So that's actually a pretty pretty respectable stat there, believe it or not. That's what's keeping them in games. I, yeah. I bet you their record, it would probably be where we are. That's crazy. If, uh, that was the case. And then moving on to uh, the old A-Rod, stats galore. He's sitting at uh, 67%, 1,403 yards. Sorry for all the ad spamming. Uh, nine touchdowns, three interceptions. That's pretty pretty good clip. Very similar right. to what Carson wants that. That dude's yeah. going to come with it every game. That's right. That's right. Running backs, Aaron Jones is a monster. I, I've been watching him play all year. I actually have him in one of my fantasy leagues, so I have been watching him play. And A.J. Dillon's no slouch, too, although he doesn't have nearly the amount of production that um, Aaron Jones has. But our run defense has been great, fellas. I don't give Aaron, I don't give Aaron Jones the ball enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we did give him a crap ton last game, but they're surprisingly. They're giving him the ball less than 10 times a game. Almost. They're giving the ball like 10 times a game, Aaron Jones. There's no way they're giving him the ball enough. Yep. Looking at receptions, led by a tight end, Robert Tanyan, 27 receptions. Steve, yeah, and he hadn't even played that many games. Was he, was he out? No, he wasn't out. We talked about that. Say again, Phil. Steve wishes our offense did that. I know, right? Straight up. Hey, <laughs> while you're here, thank you for joining us, everyone that's tuning in. And uh, please go and like and subscribe to the YouTube page. The link is down in the description. And, and any, you can catch us anywhere. You can uh, get your audio podcast as well, Google, Apple, Spotify, Odyssey, we're out there, so go please check us out. Receivers, receivers, receivers. So Tanya's leading leading in receptions, but Lazard's leading in yardage, and he's he has he's not that good himself. So in general, they just haven't been that you know the Packers from the past that we know. Um, like Randall Cobb, I feel like he's been in the league for years, man. He's thirty two. He's still around. Did yeah. he leave and come back? He feels like he's yeah. forty. He's out though. He's hurt. Yeah, Randall Cobb's hurt. Yeah. Old Sammy Watkins still hanging around too. Six receptions, 111 yards. Sammy he's Watkins and Randall Cobb, too. Like they came in the league 20 years ago. Yeah, I think Watkins is out too. I think he's hurt. Did he? I think he's oh. been hurt. Mom saying hi. Marcus saying hi. Greg Delaney says, good. "Run, run, run." Mario, thanks for tuning in, brother. Yeah, good evening. Good evening. Thanks for tuning in, man. Help us help us preview the Green Bay Packers. All right, that's the offense. Let's look at their defensive stats. No, no dangerous kicker turners, but welcome to the club. Neither do we. Uh, Mason Crosby, he's a goat. He's a great kicker. Yeah, seven for eight. Defense. Let's look at ints. One interception. Oh, holy moly! That's like commander's level turnovers. Yikes! 
one interception with Jair Alexander. And like three fumble recoveries. From Louisville. Fumble recoveries. There you go. They got, they got a, quite a few fumbles. Romeo Dubs and Meyer Rogers. Tackles. Tackles. Solo tackles. Oh, look at the combined tackles. 49. Devondre Campbell. Linebacker, linebacker, linebacker. Rashawn Gary's a good linebacker, too. Sacks. Let's get sacks. Rashawn Gary leading with six. Preston Smith, the old Washington Redskins defensive end, who had a, you know, we let him go. We didn't we didn't sign him to a contract. He went to Green Bay, blew up for maybe, what, two really, really good years. Yeah, the only second-round pick that was ever any count. Never stayed here. Yep, settled back down. Uh, I think we picked up his fifth year option that year. Was he a was he a second round pick? First round? I can't remember. He was first round pick. Second round pick. No, he, he was, was second round. Second round pick. I just said it. Yeah, second round pick. Yeah, because I think the one that worked year, out. I think he came a year after Trent Murphy, or before Trent Murphy. I can't remember. Maybe same time. But those were our two bookends for a while, if you remember. Uh, Mario says, "I think we'll get the win Sunday. I hope so, man. I hope so." Greg says, that's going to change if Washington can't run the ball. Uh, Marcus says, Jair Alexander is their best quarterback. Excuse me, cornerback. Whoa. And Joe Barry is their old defensive coordinator, along with their head coach, Matt LaFleur, who was also a former Washington Redskins quarterback coach. Joe Barry, we treated Joe Barry like dirt when he was here, bro. He, he wasn't good, Man. though. Man, Our he defense, was terrible. So. I will say this. All right, so I went back and, and, and kind of checked out – Remember how I said bend but don't break? That was the epitome of Joe Barry's defense. That was the epitome of a Joe Barry. That was the epitome of uh, Jim Haslett too. Like when we've had good teams, minus yeah, we've had division winning teams minus the the Rivera slide in. It's been all based upon offense moving the ball and defense just hold them and and be opportunistic like. They'll give up yards left and right, but they will get turnovers uh, and such. And it was interesting. I actually watched 2012, Week 17, when we uh, clinched the division over the Cowboys. And it was interesting to watch because that defense like would give up yards, but they also got like three or four picks in that game. And I think yeah. that that's we're kind of running the opposite now. Like We're stuffing people at the line um, for the most part in the run game. We give up big plays, but we're just holding them, holding them. Field goals, keeping the point levels to a point that if our offense can move the ball, we can actually do some damage. Problem is you can only do that so long. If your offense isn't moving the ball, your defense is going to eventually break. Eventually, yep. I think we need to uh, need to take a look at that. Um, by the way, Marcus Edelin. Best defensive coordinator we ever had is Greg Williams. I would say that Richie Pettibone has something to say about that. I don't know, man. Defense like three years ago was pretty rough. Yeah. Richie Pettibone's defense defenses when they were on, they were on. You gotta remember they had one that set that helped set the uh, turnover margin record, and then we had another one that was led us to a Super Bowl in '91 that only allowed 224 points the entire season. Except for when they made I, him interim head coach, right? I think well, I think that team was better. An old team that was about to fall apart due to the yeah. salary cap. I think that team. Right? I think that team. Obviously, the defense is better, but we're talking about just coordinators. You think? Yeah. What do you think? What would you think that that Greg Williams would have done with that squad, bro? You know what I'm saying? Possible. I mean, 
it's possible. You can't underrate Pettibone because that man was actually really, really smart. He yeah. could draw up defenses that could match other teams' uh, players, you know, because he's the same guy who, you know, he could find ways to, to keep Randall Cunningham in check and then find ways to keep Joe Montana in check. Two very different quarterbacks. Yep. Well, we have our friend Shotguns, who who had the pleasure we had the pleasure of sitting with him last year when we played the Packers, and I'm gonna go ahead and play his his video that he left for us. He's a, he's a diehard Packers fan, so let's take a listen to see what he has to say. It's only a couple minutes long. Check it out. What's up, Steve, Dev, and my boy Phil, Phil Eel. So, um, yes, we back at it again. Same thing should happen, just like we did y'all last year. But last year, I ain't gonna lie, we did get a little lucky though. I will, I will say that 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 probably was a touchdown by y'all quarterback. But anyway, last year, whatever. But um, this year, uh, definitely not the same Packers that I'm used to. But a little adjustment that we got to do, you know. Um, I feel. Y'all got a different squad, you know, losing some 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 teams that y'all should beat. You know, y'all got a, a better quarterback, but he's hurt. So now we get to play Heineke again. That's fine. But um, I think this game is going to be sh- straight offense, I believe. Defense, we can't really stop nobody a little bit, so... And I think y'all are the same, too, if I believe. I'm not sure. Uh, y'all air rushers are pretty good. Aaron Rodgers might be a little affected by that a little bit. So, But I believe we're going to throw a lot of screen pass. So when Monte Sweat or what's the other boy y'all got? The guy with the dreads. Anyway, um, yeah, so... I think we're going to throw, you know, a lot of screen pass, uh, a lot of Aaron Jones in the mix, A.J. Dillon, and a little play actions to get y'all off off the edge, you know. Um, It's going to be a good game. I'm predicting this score should be at least 27 to 17. Why do I say 27 to 17? I believe your boy Heineken is going to throw a pick. Gonna put us back in the mix in a little bit of field goal range and score off of that. But I think uh who's gonna have a big game is gonna be Aaron Jones. I'm looking at Aaron Jones to probably at least have like at least 105 off of 25 touches, probably less than that. Uh dub is gonna catch the ball in the end zone. I believe y'all boy uh Doxon, if if he's back, he's gonna get loose, you know. But yeah, it's gonna be a good game, man. Um, wish I was there streaming with y'all. It look feel a little funny, you know, just recording this video. Feel weird. Yeah, I need to shave too. Sorry, been working so much. But um, yeah, man. Um, we gonna own y'all just like we do the Bears, you know. So get ready. And uh, Dev, the Knicks up. Bye. Well, damn, that hurt. By the way, why? 
Can't hear you, see. You muted, see. That's it. That's our boy Shotguns lay, laying it down. Yeah, why do why does he sound like cream corn on a you know black dynamite? Cream corn. <laughs> I'm running things. I'm running things. <laughs> cream corn, man. Cordero. Man. Well, he said he said some things that were were you know I agree with. Some things I don't know if I fully agree with. Last year yeah, when we played, he doesn't them, realize that Chase Young's still out. Yeah, I mean, last year we lost twenty-four to ten. That's what I was looking up. We lost twenty-four to ten. That was the infamous Heineke Blewett game. It was. Uh, yeah, I think, at the, the same time, I believe line. our kicker was Chris Blewett. At that slid point. on the zero yard line, and then McLaurin dropped the touchdown. Yeah, right Heineke had Heineke drive. could have ran it in, but he fell like a yard and a half short. Yeah. See, that's that. that's why when everybody goes, he's got Moxie. I'm like, he slid short of the goal line yeah. when he had a touchdown. Moxie, um, Moxie okay. I, 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 I promise that I was I I'm, I was going to take a more objective approach to old old Taylor. Um, Mario pop, popping the question up here. So if Heineke has a winning record while Wentz is out, does he stay QB one? Mario, that depends on if we're winning because of Taylor or, as I suspect, we win. I shouldn't even say in spite of Taylor, although that may happen a few games as well. But I think we win because we take the game out of Taylor's hands. If we're winning because we take the game out of Taylor's hands, then no, you go with Wentz. Now, if... if Taylor goes out there and plays better than way better than he has at any point with his team before, then yeah, I guess you do rock with him. I'll even grant that. And it's not like I don't want him to. I just don't believe he will. But I heard this thing about, Oh, he's been working on arm strength this over the off season. Good, 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 good. Um, he definitely needs to do that. I hope he worked on his mechanics. I hate the idea of a quarterback that's shorter than average that has an arm that is weaker than average who sidearms the ball. Cause he does get a lot of balls tipped at the line. And that's why I keep pushing this idea that we need to go to a really quick movement offense. And I think you need to start using Heineke the way you use a mobile quarterback. You run RPOs, but you actually allow the quarterback to keep the ball. He can run. Do it. You know, it throws teams off. Make teams guess. All right. One of the problems has been that teams know what we're going to do because we just do the same very bland stuff. And then Wentz can't do anything because the defense knows what's going to happen before it does. Yeah. Marcus says pro our D line and linebacker is better con our, inter- our interior line is not as good as last year well let's let's look at real quick the injury report coming in <clears throat> excuse me coming in today's game sharing a tweet here by um ben standig all right there you see ours now thursdays is, is is the telling day of practice right so if they're not playing thursdays a really good chance they're not going to play at all that's just kind of how it goes with the flow of the game practice so we got Bates out with a hamstring. Deami Brown didn't participate with a groin. Uh, quarterback Tariq Castro-Fields with a knee. I don't even know who that guy is. I think he's just depth guy. William Jackson, I'm pretty sure we know the, the, the rumors behind that one, that they're getting ready to move him. 
uh, but he's got a back injury. Logos Thomas still nursing a calf injury, didn't practice. Carson Wentz with the right finger. We we know how the deal with that. Running back Jonathan Williams still hurt. That's two games in a row. Two mm. games ago, he hurt his knee. Um, didn't practice. Sam Cosme finger limited. So hopefully he can play. We'll really need him on on um on Sunday. And then Jahan Dotson hamstring. I heard he tweaked it today. I heard on Twitter. I don't know for a fact, but he was limited in practice today. And then Percy Butler practice in full dev. Although I don't know if we're going to see him. <laughs> he practiced. Please. All right, let's move on to the Packers. Randall Cobb ankle did not participate. I don't know if that's. Oh, yeah, did not participate. Uh, center Jake Hansen bicep didn't participate. Mercedes Lewis, that guy's still in the league, didn't participate. <laughs> Rest. Wide receiver <laughs> Christian Watson hamstring oh. didn't participate. David Bakhtari, who's a phenomenal tackle on the older side, he's limited with a knee. Elton Jenkins with a knee, a guard tackle. Rashawn Gary full practice. Aaron Rodgers right thumb full practice. Rodgers. So the, the Jets. Have a phenomenal defense. I don't know if you guys know that, but they do. They beat good. shit out of Aaron Rodgers last week. That guy was on the ground like you wouldn't believe. Yep. Like, I'm like, on the ground today, too. Tomorrow, I Sunday, so. too. I hope so. Aaron says, we can only hope he's learned from his mistakes. I think he's too small to play quarterback. Lacks the quarterback skills. Like Phil said, tops balls, high throws, deep throws on the throne better run ball and hey man, to go back on what he what he asked about if if they think that that uh that he will keep the job if he's winning when Wentz comes back when Wentz is healthy I, I always go by the philosophy of you eat what you kill you know if he earned it he gets the job yeah but That's like true. like like Heineke already said once though man they got like 27 28 million reasons to why he should be starting quarterback the remainder of the year, regardless of what uh, happens. So that's true. You never know. There's also a business side of it, man. So never know. Yep, never know. Um, I mean, he he's limited. He has his ups and downs. Mm-hmm. He, he does lack that arm strength. It's not that he. People keep referencing the preseason throw that he threw a laser over the middle of Cam Sins. That was from like the ten yard line. When we talk about arm strength, we're really talking about Deep like out. his ability to hit that. You know, the, the token NFL throw is like the deep out. You have to throw it way in advance. It's got a perfect place. Like, he can't make that throw. I've never seen him make that throw. And that, that's okay. It's it's a very, very, very hard throw to make. It really is. But, you know, it, that that's what we're talking about. No one says he can't, you know, throw the ball 50 yards because we've seen it. He winds up. You've seen it, Phil, on Twitter. He puts his entire body into it. He can throw it 55, 60. He puts his body, his soul, and the uh, the the souls of his unborn children into that thro- into those throws. Yeah. Greg says more like 40 reasons. Yeah. And and uh, Aaron says, the one thing I like, this would be Heineke's best game as he is well-rested. Yeah, he's well-rested. He should be arrested. He, he ain't played all year. I hope he's rested. You know, for the our last sake. times he came in well rested, we lost. So yeah, and um, <laughs> we got our bye week coming up soon too. So you know, we, it'd be nice we to got go what, we got another what five weeks for that. Yeah, I mean, it can't come soon enough. We got a late bye week, but we got Giants bye week Giants. So all good, all good. All right, with the, the next thing, let's get into the, is um. Players to watch on offense and defense. And 
Uh, Phil, I'll start with you, man. Who who do you think we should be looking for on on the Packers offense, and 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 what about their defense? Packers offense is going to be running through Aaron Jones because their their passing game is so uneven. I mean, I know Carson Aaron Rodgers is making uh, chicken salad out of chicken shit. He really is. Um. Because, you know, he doesn't have a great set of receivers. He's got adequate receivers. You know, guys that someone like Rodgers can make better. But really, it's it's Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is the spark plug on that offense. Um, we saw what Herbert did to us last week, only on a handful of carries. Aaron Jones, I think, you know, could do the same thing if we don't key on him. Uh, a little bit more you know we can get to the quarterback but we gotta make sure that we stop aaron jones or at least contain him contain him so that would be a big one on defense normally i would go with a with a with someone who does any kind of pass rush for them but on defense i'm going to say jerry alexander because he's going to be drawing Lots of Terry McLaurin. We know that Taylor loves Terry. That's the one receiver Taylor will throw the ball to a lot is Terry McLaurin. Um, Now, that also means that Terry's routes are going to be cut short about five yards from what they are now under with Carson. Um, And you've seen that because I've pointed out that Terry's averaging three more yards per catch with Wentz. Than he did with uh, Taylor last year. So you have to realize that you're going to be seeing a lot more Terry involved in the offense, but it's going to be a shorter passing game. Alexander has to be able for the, for the Packers to be effective in mitigating any kind of use of our wide receiver weapons. He's got to shut down Terry at the line. And that's, I think are going to be a big key is if Jair Alexander can shut down Terry at the line because they start running those quick passes. Terry finds the ball eight yards downfield, six yards downfield. You you can dink and dunk your way down if he's not stopping them. Yeah. All right, Dev, or excuse me, Dev, how about you? People who they should be watching, who we should be watching as Commanders fans on, on offense or defense, anyone in particular mind? Obviously, uh, Aaron Rodgers. One, yep. uh, two, pass rush. I, I wanted to, I would want to go Jair Alexander, but uh, I think that you can't even worry about him if you can't get the ball to the receiver. So uh, I'm going to go with we got to watch their, you know, defensive line slash uh, end in uh, Preston Smith and they got Gary. They got a couple guys that can pass rush pretty well, and we are also uh, very injured on the offensive line. So we have the same, I think, issue they did. Yeah. I just think we have more weapons at this point. Okay. Yeah, for me, I'm very similar with you guys. I, Because I, I also grew – Phil, I'm with you. I think it runs through Aaron Jones. That's their, their sole playmaker right now. I think he gives Aaron Rodgers the freedom to do more. But that's what, that's what I was saying earlier, though. He's only gotten 40 carries or something like 70 carries, I guess. Well, remember, he missed he – missed, was it the first two games I think he missed? See, I didn't know that, but that's like, still not like a lot that. of carries if you break that up. Or, it's like or, they should run him more, but they don't. They they split him early in the year with with um with Dylan. It was very weird. 
Russell and he, had a, he, had that, he had that blow-up game where he had like 140-something yards, and I had him benched on. Because he was playing so bad, I had him benched in fantasy. That's why I know this. We have one of the best running D's in the league, too, by the way. We have one of the best what? Running defenses, right? One of the best you running do. defenses. Yeah. I know that I know that uh Henry got Henry got a lot of yards on us, but Henry ran what 38 times or something. He did. He he ran way more than he should. Right. It wasn't it wasn't a lot, you know. So I I don't know. I'm not as scared, and I'm not scared of Jones because I think they just don't give it to him enough to be scared. Not that he can't do it, not that he can't beat us. I just don't think they give him the ball enough. Yeah. I think he gets like 15, 20 touches the whole game. Well, last game against Chicago skewed the rankings because right now we're now 25th against the rush. We've allowed 790 yards rushing. I'll take that back there. Over 200 of those came against the Bears, though. Right. So the Bears really kind of skewed that. Our passing defense is now 15th in the league in terms of yards. It's not bad. Not bad at all. And on defense, I think I think it runs through Rashawn Gary, leading the team in sacks. I, I think we gotta we gotta pay attention to him. And with our offensive line, with the way it is, you know, it could could be a weak spot that, that could be exploited. Some of these comments, Greg says, Packers offense, Packers tight end. Yep, Robert Tanya, he's a good dude, good dude. Yeah. Aaron says, the other guy's Jones. good too. Yeah, Aaron Jones, the wide receiver, are terrible, and the tight end is okay. Greg says the Packers defense, Jair Alexander also. Louisville. Louisville. Marcus says the two running backs on offense and defense, Rashawn Gary, A.J. Dillon, and Aaron Jones, who he's talking about, people. Aaron says, I feel a win this week. Not sure why. Okay. I do okay. too. Charles okay, Crawford, going, thank you for joining us. Said, I really feel like we're going to win, but I also thought that about the Titans game. Uh, yeah, so I. I think a lot of us did, man. I think a lot of us did. I think there's a sense uh, – I don't know why, but it seems like with all the, and we'll get to this people, but with all the random distractions going on lately, it seems like whenever this starts happening, the team itself tends to embrace the chaos a little bit. And they tend to, you know, take, you know, toxins in fresh air out kind of, uh, kind of deal. Like the worse it gets, the more they seem to come together. And it, it, we saw this in 2020. 2021 wasn't as bad when it came to this. 2020, oh my God, it was it was just like this. You know, every week a new Dan story and all this and the Wilkinson investigation and, and all we saw that. In 2021, this, uh, COVID happened after we ran the street. COVID. But, happened. but but the thing is that whenever things seem to be getting really bad from the outside in. We seem to get better from the inside out, meaning you know, the outside being the fans, the media, the ownership and all that. And then from the players and coaches on out, they seem to bring out – they come out better. And I don't know, I, I don't know why shit. that is. And maybe that's <laughs> – maybe, and maybe that's maybe that's something where we, maybe we should be giving – your true colors <laughs> shining through. I felt like that needed to be playing in the background. That's why I that's what I felt like. But, you know, but I think I Don't think that if that happens again this year, if that happens again this year, maybe we should give Ron Rivera more credit because he's able to hold this team together and actually put out something productive in the midst of all the chaos going on from the outside. Preach. So that's 
Now, granted, we haven't seen it yet. I could be totally wrong. That could not happen this year. But well, we've seen it happen in the past. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Our boy Terrence. It was preaching. Our gang in the house. Our old guest from the Eagles preview show. Thanks for tuning in. He says, 17-14 Commanders. We, hey, we appreciate the oh, optimism. Shit. We'll get the score predictions oh, here in a second. But I, I will have that log for you. Because they'd here. rather draw us in the yeah, playoffs yeah. instead of the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> 1714, the good guys. Okay. Hey, Ref the District's in the house. What up, Nathan Trevin Stoner? If you haven't already done so, go check them out on Facebook. You can search the search bar, type in Ref the District, a great Washington Commanders podcast, along with all other uh, DC based sports. They're just kicking off their Capitals and uh-huh. Wizards coverage because you know what? Coverage on it's, the net. It's hockey season and it's basketball season. It's a crazy, crazy time in sports right now. We got playoff baseball. We got hockey starting. We got basketball just opened up. I see my Yankees, man. Verland is rough, man. Verland is great, bro. Yeah. Not beating that guy. Terrence says, I see Heineke having a breakout game. Knows the offense. I see him catching the Packers off guard, 17-14. Hey, I want to see that, and I'm with you, T. That's why I, I, today I had to rock it. This was my spite purchase. The legend of bought this in 2020. Spite purchase. Don't let him fool spite you. Purchase. Yeah, he stood in line like the iPhone. He stood in line <laughs> overnight outside <laughs> with a Heineken store for that shirt, man. Aaron says, I believe the defense will have a good game. Router Rogers getting them. Yep. Terrence says, uh, Witches look good. Better than my 76ers, man. Yeah. Uh, ben, ben Simmons on this. His Nets team now totally flopped. He had like two points. That dude's bum, man. Did nothing, absolutely nothing on the Nets. We'll we'll talk about that at a at a, at a different time. But um, yeah, okay, so we talked about players to watch for. Um, let's just go to Washington wins if, and then we'll get on to some some sports news here for the Commander. So Washington wins if, Phil, go ahead. Washington wins if they go to a everything I said last pod. So for all the new people. You go to a more of a horizontal passing game, a lot of bubble screens, quick slants. Make the passing game an extension of the run. Ball control. You keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. Keep it out of Aaron Jones' hands. You keep their defense on the field. You make use of Brian Robinson. You make earlier use of Antonio Gibson, right? You do all that, and you can win. And that's this. that is the sauce that you have to put on this offense in order to win with Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke did his best last year when we kept it short, sweet, and simple and kept the ball in our hands and not in the opposing team's hands on offense. That's how we did that four-game win streak last year. That's how I think we might be able to pull off a streak this year with Taylor Heineke as much as I have just absolutely dumped on the guy. Yeah. There is a way you can win with him. It's not going to be spectacular. It's not even going to be pretty, but it can happen. Yep, fair. Hey, what's up, Mr. Titan? Thanks for joining us. Said Commander's about to make a turnaround. Hey, this is what Heineke does. You know, I think Mr. Titan's a closet fan of our franchise. I, I, we love Mr. Titan. If you go back go back to the channel, check out our um, enemy intel on the Titans. All of his information for his YouTube channel is in there. Uh, one of the best Titans content creators, man, doing it. Does the Titan Cribs interviews with all the great players? It might be because he's in Dallas. Yeah, he is in Dallas. Go check out his interview with Brian Arakpo, former Washington Redskins. Great interview with O'Brien doing a cupcake store now. Uh, Greg Delaney says the Redskins offense, Robinson, D 
defense St. Juiced. Uh, Rift the District says if they run the damn ball, Packers are number one versus the pass, 25th versus the run. And all, they also are number one versus their that third run, or excuse me, third down defense conversion. So that's something else we got to watch for, too. It's going to be tough. Um, Terrence says Washington wins if Heineke can control the game, win the turnover battle. Uh, defense needs to get pressure on Aaron because he really has no go to guy. No, he doesn't. Lazard, Cobb's hurt. He's got Lazard, who's been up and down. Jets beat the living piss out of him last week. If you guys saw that game, that dude could not stand upright. So the opportunity's there. I mean, it's it's definitely there. Dev, what, what do you what do you think? Washington wins if what? Uh, just as he said, don't turn it over. Minimize the minimize beating yourself. Make the Packers beat you. Don't beat yourself. That means no penalties on third downs. You know what I'm saying? Don't uh muff putt punts, drop passes, Samuels. Don't get driven five yards in the backfield on your quarterback's legs, uh, Noel. You know, like, we can't snap the ball correctly. Minimize yeah. mistakes, bro. Fair. Like for you right, said. Marcus says, Scott Turner needs to be more. If Scott Turner is more innovative with Curtis Samuel and J.D. McKissick, Cam Sims, short passes, screen emotion. I just dropped Cam Sims for my fantasy team. J.D. McKissick is about to go off. I mean, I just so dropped, man, I I just dropped J.D. for my fantasy yeah. team. With three running backs, I don't think JD does anything. I know JD right. was his his outlet last year. He loves JD. JD is going to be the slot receiver taking like over games. for Dotson. Yeah, JD will take Dotson's space. Aaron says uh, Washington wins if we don't turn the ball over, play good defense, and convert third downs. George hey, Sunil, thank you for joining. Says Taylor needs to roll out more. Carson should have been rolling out more. Will, will hey, Scott do it for over? Taylor? What's Carson was really good on the rollout. I don't know why we didn't do it more. Yeah. What's the over-under him getting hurt and half playing by the end of the game? Ooh, let's talk. We'll talk about it in a second. Mario says Washington wins if we eliminate the penalties. Yeah, I, I think Bingo. Washington Bingo. wins Bingo. if we can keep Rodgers with pressure. He's at the point in his career, if you remember where Brady is now, where Peyton was. Mm. The first sign of pressure, he just kind of falls down. And I can't blame him because he's just trying to survive, right? And so last week versus the Jets, anytime he felt pressure, he just kind of fell down. And I think we're going to be at if, – if Montez continues to do what he did last week and Payne and, and, and Allen and Tierra and F.A. Obata, my sleeper defensive lineman, continue to do what he do, they're going to be in for for a, a nice – For for those who said I never admit I'm wrong, I did not think F.A. Obata was going to be what he's been. I thought that – I thought Shaka Tony was going to be that guy. Yeah. Well, and Obata's turned out to be that guy. So good, good on him. And hey, that was a slick little put pickup we made during camp to get him. Yeah. So shout out to my boy Scott Hartley. Met him at the first opening opening game opening day at Theismans. We had a we had a fan get together by DC Tweet team at Theismans. Is that a strip club from, from the no 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 Joe Theismans restaurant. He has a restaurant down. Oh, at I just heard Thais. I didn't know what on King there. Street. No, <laughs> and I met you know Scott Hartley from the UK, and then, and he was telling about you know how how he good he thinks FL Bot is because FL Bot is on that exchange program. You know the international exchange program and i didn't know much about this guy he was like yep he's so good watch out for him he's going to be great i'm like okay cool and then we didn't see a lot the whole i don't know for the first what four games first their first two three games he and came then, on he started coming on uh a little bit in the eagles game but he showed yeah. up a lot against the cowboys the titans and the uh the bears i'll continue sure. to say it fa obata 
I think he was number two behind uh, Nick Bosa in pressure win rate, and then followed by or Casey Tuhill was number two. F.A. Bottas four. Those guys, they're they're getting to the quarterback. So that's what I think the key to uh, Washington Washington winning. If all right, let's go to predictions and let's talk some Dan Snyder and Chris Cooley after that. So predictions. If you're still watching this, drop your score prediction in the chat. If anyone gets the score right and it's logged, you got a prize for you. We'll take we'll take care of you. Not sure what it is yet. Could bust out stuff. No, I'm not going to give the, the prize we've been trying to give away for two years. But that's supposed to be Phil's anyways. You keep no, trying, supposed to, to be mine. Right. You I know, was for two years. Off, I was we, one point off. I was one point off. We, we've been doing this what show for two years, and I bought this Bryce Love pylon off. Um, Bryce, Bryce Love, Bryce Love, pylon off eBay when we thought Bryce Love was going to be the the next Chris Thompson or this was a signed Bryce Love pylon from 2020 Commanders camp. I don't even know if Bryce Love made the team that year. I can't remember. He did. He was he injured. And I said, anyone who predicts a score will, will get this. And then I proceeded to buy a bunch of other stupid Washington football team signed paraphernalia. Um, so I have a signed Kyle uh, Allen jersey. I have a signed Jay Gruden shirt. <laughs> I mean, I have a bunch of stupid, and it, trust me, it costs almost nothing. And uh, you know, maybe I'm thinking just giving some of that stuff away. I don't Why? know. I don't Why know. Did you assign Jay Gruden anything? I don't know. It was cheap. It was. Go cheap. send that to Grant Paulson, oh, or go send that. To, go send that. Go 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 send that to Grant Paulson. Go send it to uh, Danny Ruye. Go send, send it to me. Kevin I like Louisville. You yeah. all like that drunk. I like. Uh, I like. I like him. I like Louisville. Real you quick, because like he's L one C four, not because right. he's got you. Know, listen, listen. Before we do our score predictions, I know some people are putting in the chat. So Caesar Sportsbook has the Packers favored at minus four and a half. So you man. count, you factor in our three point home field advantage. It's around seven and a half. So they don't see us winning this game. So I'm just throwing it out there before we start making predictions. I'll go ahead and start calling a few out now. Aaron Scherer leading us off, 26-20, Washington. I already got uh, Terrence's um, prediction of 17-14, Washington. They also say the – I'll give you the over-under. The over-under is 41-and-a-half for the total. So that's kind of where they stand as well. So Aaron Scherer started off with 26-20. Good guys. So that's a 46 over. Okay. Um, Greg Delaney, excuse me, Marcus says 27-24, Washington. Okay. Phil, let's go to you. This is going to be ugly. It's not going to be high scoring. You have two offenses in flux and two defenses that have moments. I think they're, the defenses are going to have moments this week. Um, I'm going to heat myself for this later. 1917 Washington. Uh. We're going to play ball control offense, and that's what's going to save us. But that also means that I am leaning on Joey Slide to win this game for us. All right, fair. Yeah. Dev, what you got? I got 24-17, um, Washington. 24-17, Washington. Okay. Yeah, I think I think we I think we make a few plays. Um, I got some. I think like Curtis makes a play. 
perhaps Gibson. I think this is a Gibson game. I think the coach is going to make a concerted effort to get Gibson the ball after his comments he made uh, last game. So I think Gibson is the star of this game, and uh, we win. Gibson gets two touchdowns on the ground. Heineke gets a dive and pile on touchdown for the culture. <laughs> do it for the culture. Okay. Yeah. All right. He do it for himself after not getting in the end zone last year. In the, in the name of all the moxie quarterbacks in the world. Honestly. Yeah. The moxie of the moxie. It's the moxie of the moxie. Moxie of the moxie. Um, Marcus Edlin says 27-24 uh, Washington. Got it logged. Don't hmm. forget, if you're on Facebook, go check out his group, Sports View 2, on Facebook. Antonio Brown. Bro, I love that name, man. Just don't – just go – Antonio. Yeah. 31 27 Green Bay. So they got he has it as a high score game. 58 total points with Green Bay with the victor. Antonio made his prediction. He really pulled it out on that one. He said, I take my prediction back. So we'll let give him a chance to clarify. We got a rule too, Antonio. Man, you can't come on here showing more muscles than a host, bro. Twerking on you. He's twerking on you like the real AB. Showing the guns, man. (laughs) That ain't what we do. Mario Alvarez says 24-13 Commanders. Andre, Andre Shorter, what's going on? Says, with Scott Turner's play calling, it makes it difficult for us to outpace the Packers defense. That's a true story. Greg Delaney says 28-13 Green Bay. 28-13 Green Bay. I don't know why I had something different. I can see that too, Will. Greg is uh, not – Greg maybe – I at least think there's a way you can win with Heineke. I, I, although Greg shares a lot of my similar concerns about the game. Yep. George Sunil says 23-17 Washington. Antonio Brown, you go ahead and put your new new prediction back in. Joe Bernard from Facebook. What's going on, Joe? Joe says 24-20 Washington. Okay. I take it. Now for me, man, I hate to be the mamby-pamby party pooper pessimistic guy, but I'm going to be. I just don't think we can figure it out. Heineke's going to be who he is, and I think Aaron Rodgers finds a way to figure it out. He's statistically he's due for a monster game. He's had six duds. I don't know if he's going to do it for a seventh. I'm going to say 23-20 Green Bay. Not a super high scoring game, but I'm going to go 23-20 Green Bay. Um, so right as of right now, Greg Delaney and myself are the only two to have Green Bay winning. If Antonio Brown, you come back and change your score. You'd be three because as of right now, I got you locked for 31-27 Green Bay. So let me know in the chat if you're going to change it or not. Right. You're welcome to change it. If I'm not, we're, we're keeping it. And I'm logging it, and whoever picks the proper score gets you a prize. Okay, 24-20 Washington. I got your new score. I got it. Same point differential. You just need Green Bay. Down less for each team, which I think, honestly, that's a lot more – in line. I just don't see this being a high scoring game. Yeah. Yep. The good part is we have no two scores that are exactly the same, which is which is pretty cool. Nope, we do. Antonio Brown and Joe Bernard have the same score, but the inverse. Joe has Washington winning and Antonio has uh Green Bay winning. So all right, we'll let it play out, fellas. Thank you for all the scoring predictions. All right, let's talk. Let's talk some Chris Cooley. We had recently, if you guys know, this is the homecoming game coming up, and they're bringing in all of the um, the homecoming people. That they're doing what they're doing is they're honoring the greatest Redskins, or excuse me, ninety 
commanders, Redskins, whatever you call it of all time. And they're they're talking, you know, they 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 brought up the fact that it, Chris Cooley was said he wasn't attending. And here's exactly what he said. Um, says for the audio crowd, for the for the podcast crowd listening to this on Thursday, excuse me, on Friday, Chris Cooley says he won't attend the ceremony Sunday where he's named one of the franchise's 90 greatest. I quote, I'm very appreciative of being voted in. At this point, I don't have a lot of desire to be involved with the Washington Commanders. So my question for everyone in the chat and everyone watching this, are you upset at that? Does that bother you that Chris Cooley does not want to come to the homecoming game to be honored in the the franchise's 90th greatest players? I want to know what you guys think. And um, Phil, go go ahead and start us off. Okay. First of all, I want to tell you this. Chris Cooley was and is one of my favorite Redskins of all time. Period. That being said, this isn't what you think. It's a good scapegoat. Like, it's a good timing with everything happening for him him to have a reason that seems noble for him not to go. And a lot of people will back him on this. However... You have to realize that Chris Cooley parted ways with this organization in a very acrimonious way. All right. The organization did not like the fact that he did his film review at Redskins Park, which it was called at the time. And he was extremely. Um, he was extremely. Fair in his criticism to the point of the team thought he was being too negative. And it's like, hey, you're broadcasting from our studios. You're using our equipment. You're using our logins and our facilities. And you're shitting on this team. No. And so they cut ties with him. And it was not a a clean break. And then Cooley wanted to come on board with the coaching staff when Rivera came in. Um, and a lot of this, by the way, has never been said directly. What it is is I've pieced together things because I pay attention. I like Cooley's film breakdowns. I like him on Sheehan's pod. If you followed it, you'll know what happened. Cooley spent 2019 developing his own playbook with all new wording, verbiage, everything. Like He created a whole playbook for a professional team. And when he went to Ron... To say, hey, I got I think I got something here that we can use. We could create a whole new philosophy. The wording, it makes the play simple, quick. You'll have lots of time at the line. Like he really put some thought into this. And he just, you know, got the cold shoulder from Ron and everybody else in the building. And that's where things went really south. So I think Cooley was not going to come anyway, because he really just doesn't have any reason to go. Like he just he's right. got very bitter feelings towards the organization over all of that. Yeah, not it, so much that they turn him turned him down for the coach thing, but the way it was done, it was pretty cold shore. But that's because Ron was sweeping out everybody who had anything to do with anything going on yeah. before he was there. Right? And I feel like he he got sucked into you did the show with Larry Michaels somehow. You're you might not be guilty. I don't think that that was. I, I don't think that was. We're so much getting rid of everybody. So we don't want to. We don't want any of the old yeah. heads remaining. 
they may have used that, but I don't think that I don't think that was really it. I think it was he tried to push his way onto a coaching staff. Ron's like, I don't know you, so I don't know if I can trust you. Yeah. You were with the old regime. You were in with some of the old people, the old guard that we're trying to get away from. And it was just boom. And yeah. I think Cooley took that personally. Yeah. Like, because he's not like those guys. All right. By all means and measures, Chris Cooley is a decent, upstanding human being. Picture of his penis twi- put out on his blog aside, but that was an accident. Yeah. He's got a life, though. He's happy in Wyoming. He was well, coaching. We're all, taking, we're all taking penis pics, bro. <laughs> he's doing his art. He took I a mean, picture of the playbook, and he was naked on his bed, and, like, the tip of his dick made it into the picture, and it went viral. Yeah. Um, Jesse didn't forget about you. Jesse has 24-20 Washington. Andre Shorter finally has a prediction in. Says, I'll say 35-10 Green Bay. Damn, bro. I see the Green Bay tight ends exploding the defense, and our DBs will miscommunicate like they do Marcus. every game. Marcus, so. says, Mark, Marcus said here about how Brian Mitchell is critical, but he's still going. Brian Mitchell is employed by 1067 The Fan. Brian Mitchell is part of DC media. He lives in the area. Cooley also left on much worse terms than B. Mitch did, and he lives out in Wyoming. To him, there is no reason for him to come. This whole business with Snyder and Ursa and everything else that we're going to get into, I think is it's a cherry on top of the sundae, but it ain't the whipped cream, it ain't the ice cream, and it ain't the fudge. Yeah. Dev, what do you think, man? How do you feel about Chris Cooley and his, his declining the team's invitation to attend the homecoming game? Well, I wish I wish he would have came for the fans because there's a lot of us that wanted to see Chris Cooley uh, out there. I like Chris Cooley. I, if I were there and they told me Chris Cooley, if I were like on the fence of buying a ticket and said Chris Cooley was there, I probably would buy one. But I totally get why he doesn't want to come for all the reasons Phil said, probably reasons we don't know. That is none of our business to know about. Right. Uh, so so I understand his point of view, but man, I wish like these guys that get these awards that are basically just uh, to show fans the appreciation for the players. I wish they take the fans into consideration because it's sometimes it's not about being it's not about yours and Washington, uh, the organization's relationship. Sometimes it's just your relationship with the fans. Cause I I mean, I know all of us listen to them on uh, podcast, uh, film breakdowns all the time. We like hearing from Cooley, man. Yeah. I think Cooley would be great in the booth, man. And he Cooley was Doc. a true fan That'd favorite. Awesome. It would have been nice if they could somehow coaxed him here. Right. Um, we could have rallied behind, you know, a lot of the negativity that's going on. Everyone, I, I don't know anyone that didn't like Chris Cooley. Um, and, and Phil, I talked about what Marcus said. Brian Mitchell does, you know, he criticized the team, but he's still going. But Phil kind of clarified on that. Mario says, hey, we got finally got a good Thursday night game. And, and just for those listening, it's 20 to 14. Cardinals over the Saints going into um, halftime here. It is a pretty good game. Andy Dalton started out the game with a 53-yard touchdown. Old Red Rocket still still alive and kicking. Uh, Marcus says, this organization don't like how B. Mitch is B. Mitch is criticizing the organization, but still going. I understand why he is not coming. Aaron says, uh, I don't think he should show up, but I understand why he won't. And Joe, Joe Bernard says, we don't know all the details of how their relationship ended. I do understand he, he did his analysis of them, which they didn't care for. Agree. B. Mitch is insane. He personally does it for the fans. That's what made him one of the, the favorite 90. Plus, B. Mitch wished to see a bunch of guys he helped play with and they wanted to hang with them. 
he's entitled to do as he pleases, but he should be there. But we'll respect wherever he does. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat too. It's like, yep, would love to see you there. I'm not. It's it's okay if you're not there because I do understand. He's also out in Wyoming. He has a life, and but his comment about I don't I don't feel tied to the Commanders. I I just wish he just said, you know what, I'm going to decline. I hate that he kind of associated with the Commanders, but. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Not everyone's wrapped around the new name. A lot of the alumni still say Redskins, which is which is funny, by the way. Yeah, a lot of the people that dog our team out says uh, Redskins. Yeah. Oh, as soon as I said Andy Dalton let, opened up the game with the 50-yard touchdown, Mario comes back with Andy Dalton just threw back-to-back pick sixes. And that's why he's a backup quarterback, backing up James Winston. They can't get him back soon enough. Uh, Andre said it's 26-14 Arizona, two consecutive drives with Dalton pick sixes. All right. Well, Aaron's piling on two. The Red Rocket, two pick sixes in a minute before halftime. See, I'm not watching this game like you. I should probably have this up on my phone, but, you know. That's what I'm looking at now. And the last thing let's talk about, the last final topic is Dan Snyder. We've been We've been talking about Chris Cooley and, and all this Dan Snyder um, – the Jim Ursay comments about Dan Snyder. So, Dev, I'll start with you. <laughs> we know who Jim Ursay is, right? Uh-huh. His comments at the NFL owners meetings regarding Dan Snyder. Um, what's your thoughts? How, how do you feel about how do you feel about that, and how do you feel all of that's going to work in, in Dan Snyder's favor or or not? First of all, man, I. I completely understand why everybody wants Dan gone. I'm one of those people too. I'm, I mean, it'd be awesome if Dan were to lose Washington and someone would purchase him and turn us back into what we know we were supposed to be. Uh, but let's just be real honest here, man. This is like the crackhead calling the tea kettle a crackhead. Yes. It's actually worse because Ursay is a actual criminal. Bro, not not a not someone that people despise or maybe kind of creepy or allegedly this or that. Ursay, I'm gonna break it down to you in in like the shortest way possible. Ursay, number one, his mistress slash quote unquote maybe a prostitute or whatnot was found dead in an apartment paid for by the trust of the cults with twenty six thousand dollars in cash in a pillowcase full of pills and drugs. They later, six hours later, pulled Ursa over, who refused to take any kind of test on site to see if he was guilty of any DUIs, which he was guilty of a DUI, DWI, whatever, driving right. infraction, while being on the drugs, impaired driving. So this is the guy that tells you there's merit to Dan Snyder being fired or being relieved of his teams. However, you know, I do, I do kind of understand what he's saying if if what he's talking about merit is stealing money or hiding money, like, you know, I know when people think of Dan Snyder, they're not thinking of that because that's the stuff that's in the Mary Jo. Is that her name? Mary Jo? Mary Jo. Yeah. Mary Jo. That's the, that's the investigation she's doing. She's not doing a Wilkinson report. She's right. doing the investigation over the uh, impropriety and, and, and the, you know, the financial issues that are going on, man. I don't know nothing about that. I think yep. that's the way they're going to have to probably get him out of there. And Washington fans will take any way possible. But yeah. I will be real honest, man. The, the I really do care about how people get treated by, by the cops. And you know, there's a, there's a famous uh, slogan out there, Sister Soldier, I think she said, an injustice anywhere is an injustice anywhere, meaning that, you know, just because somebody's a sleazeball 
in the ass doesn't mean that they should just have some shit done to them because they deserved it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They deserve the same kind of fight as you and I deserve. And that's all I'm saying about Snyder that, hey, man, if you ain't got no proof this guy done this stuff, you know what I'm saying? Quit busting him out about shit you don't know if he did or not because it's hurting the stuff that he did do. It's hurting anyone well, believing the stuff he, he did do. And Ursay's those... a jerk, man. Ursay's the worst person to listen to, bro. He's yeah. the worst. He made those comments. He made those comments. He was like, "Well, and I and I think we need to see everything that's out there." Like, why did you? Why didn't you just say nothing then? Right. I think that he's talking about financial improprieties, man. I think that that that's going to be their hangup. That might be the only way to get him out of there because the rest of the stuff, the airplane incident, the dinner incident, the workplace environment incident, are either indirectly aimed at him or someone else that he hired. They're not him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can prove. They're not. Let's let's watch this uh, 20 second clip real quick. If it will play. To remove him as owner. Right, here we go. That there's merit to remove him as owner. Hmm. I think it's something that uh, we have to review. We have to look at all the evidence and we have to be thorough. Look how right forward. now. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think it's something that has to be given serious consideration. And I'm hot right now, so I know what hot looks like. But and that is the first time we've seen another owner actually say something, which it was, you know, in itself to everyone who wants this to happen. It's 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 fantastic, you know. Hey, have else. you ever have you ever have you ever wrote a book? Have you ever read a book or read any kind of story told to you from a crackhead's point of view? Yes no. or no? Exactly, no. exactly. So why the fuck should we start doing it now? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the the guy is a crackhead, bro. Yeah, I mean Mario head. Mario has a perfect point. How are we gonna feel when ownership just gets transferred to Tanya? And they're like, Same "Oh yeah, we're gonna, Tanya, we're gonna vote you out of the league." Like, y'all ever get a chance to go on Google? There's this guy from a Dare County High School down here in Kentucky. Where I'm from, right? I can't think of his fucking name. I interviewed him. He got busted. He's like he won state championships in basketball, and he got busted for like possession of coke, and he had like uh, a like a gang member amount of coke in his house. He had like a cocaine cowboy amount of coke. They like federally raided him like some stuff went down he lost his coaching job it went down to his wife his wife was on the sideline on the walkie-talkie getting players from the husband in a crowd that actually happened in high school so what do you think is going to happen in the nfl whenever he gives seeds power over to his wife he's going to be sitting at home on a cell phone telling her what she should do Marcus said, did uh, Ursay get some of your weed, Dev? That's what he said. Nah, Ursay ain't on no weed high, bro. If he's on a weed high, he'll be straight. That might be some pills. I'm going to echo a lot of what Dev said. Um, Look, we all know, and I've said this from the beginning. You show me a smoking gun, I'm on board with getting rid of Dan. Until then, a lot of it's just words and and a lot of uh, association guilt, not direct guilt. If this had come from any other owner, well, almost any other owner, <laughs> I would be like, yep, he's done for. But yeah. it came from somebody who's legitimately, and and I know indie fans are going to start trumpeting all the charity work he does. And, oh, we love Ursay as an owner. Okay, first of all, Tony Dungy and um, Peyton Manning made you look really good. Made him look really good, right? Yeah. Now, 
Ursay is legitimately a worse human being if you just look at history. All right. If you look oh, yeah. at known history of the owners of this league, no one is a legitimately worse human being than Jim Ursay. Now, hookers and blow. I don't think that Ursay. I think there's others, there are other owners who probably feel like Ursay. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Do I think 30, 24 of 32 do? No. Man, the problem I, I have with Ursay so. might be I don't think so. Now, here's the thing. None of the owners like Dan. They haven't liked him since 20, since since the whole incident where they all colluded to suppress player salaries in an uncapped year, and Dan didn't, and they fined us $36 million in cap room over the fact that we didn't su- illegally suppress player salaries because he violated the spirit Fuck of the John salary. Fuck that it. was a John Mayer initiative. All right, yeah. If John Mayer had come out and say this, I'd say fuck him too. Now, if Kraft comes out and says it, yeah, he did. That was got his If Kraft comes out and says it, or you know, um, uh, the one of the Bartolos, or or somebody comes out, somebody who is a respected owner, and the Bartolos got uh, their own stuff, but still, um, Jerry Jones comes out and says it. That's one thing, dude. When Ursay is the one who's you're gonna make your public face, it feels like that's the sacrificial lamb. It's like you know what we want to put it out there that some of us don't like Dan. He can fall on the sword. The we don't head. want. We don't want. We we, we got to put Same somebody the out junkie. there that we know has dirt <laughs> because they all know Dan's got dirt on them. So they throw the guy out there that we already have dirt on. Hey man, what's the name? Hey, what's his name again? I don't even want to say his name, man. Ursay, he is like he is Aegon Targaryen, bro. That he guy's is. a junkie. He hangs out with prostitutes. He made it on his dad's money. He's Aegon Targaryen. If you watch House yeah. of Dragon, that's him, bro. Jared said, uh, Dan Snyder out here sounded like Nino Brown. Living Sit just your $5 ass down before I make change. I mean, yeah, you guys said it. I mean, it, they tried like out Chris. the worst possible person they could to, to, to do their bidding. That puts Ursa in the running for a, a, a Glock Dookie Award. Man, we'll, I'm we'll telling you, I was going to give him a Glock Dookie Award, but I think he gets a Glock Dookie Award <laughs> if we find out they don't vote him out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he, I believe Ursa, yeah. kind of. I think they do. I think they probably do have some evidence to get they, him out of there, man. It's just like, why would he be the one to say it, though? I mean, you got imagine if they speed. go vote. Hold on. Imagine if they go vote and it's a unanimous support for Dan. That means Ursay votes for him. Yeah, and I can see him doing that. that. Wait till everybody else's hand go up, down, up, or whatever, and then seeing he's the only one with it down and put his hand up. Yeah, it's, yeah, something like that. But I don't know, man. You know, maybe he's right. They might have something on Dan, which it, it could totally be possible. It's just that why would you send that guy out there to say it? Why would he be the one? That, it's not the message that we're arguing. It's the messenger. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got one owner in here that literally got caught with his love muscle in a sex trafficker's mouth on video, bro. <laughs> on video, bro. Like it, it's and not he even still like, has his team, man. On video, and no one says shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? No one says shit. But you got somebody. Where, where like, was oh, the? We vote? think he's disgusting. He probably vote? had some. 
bad stuff, t- telling people to do bad stuff or letting people get away with bad stuff. That's horrible. Where too. I'm was not saying the Dan cloak to get rid of horrible. first day all like these other this. times? Where was it? All right. Man. If the league is, and here's the thing, I think Dan is a horrible owner. All these allegations, I don't know because they never seem to go anywhere. So I really think that some of it is just, oh, he's an asshole. We're going to try to pin everything on him. I believe right? you got to believe some of it and you got to believe none of it at the same time. Like you got some of the stuff seems so outlandish. Half of what, believe half of what you see, of none of stuff. what you hear. <laughs> man, Jay got the last Black Dookie Award. Ursay, man, look, I'm not giving it to you until the vote comes yet. through. Because you can yet. be right, bro. You can yet. be right. I, and, I, and I do believe Ursay is not lying that there's merit. I'm sure he has the information and he probably made a mistake when he said that and tried to backpedal, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We need to wait on evidence. But you're the wrong guy to send the message out, man. That's like sending Michael Vick out in a uh you know in a in a dog commercial. You know what I'm saying? For for dog yeah. food. Hey man, you want to buy the best dog food? Don't trust anybody else. Trust Michael Vick. <laughs> you know you wouldn't listen to that shit. shit. No, no. It'd be like you ever, you ever Vick saw, out. You ever it'd be, saw it'd be like that, you ever saw a woman like, give advice Mike about Vick how to find a man, but ain't got a man? You ever seen those type of chicks? Like, oh, I can give you advice how to find a man, but ain't got a man, dog. That's the kind of, it's, our marriage counselor, they never been married. Sending Ursay out there, sending Ursay out there to get this message is like sending Mike Vick out there to sing In the arms of the angel <laughs> while the sad dog pictures Right now, play. you can feed this dog for $2 a day like damn! Oh, I gotta turn those. Man, I can't watch those videos. I just man, can't. I they can't are, watch the African ones because I always see like a fly roller skating on a nigga's eyeball. Like blink, nigga. Like uh, I don't understand none of these. You ever notice Sally Struthers got fatter as she did those commercials? Man? She probably <laughs> who was we really money? feeding? Who were we really feeding? <laughs> Sally Struthers donut donut fund. Man, she got less and less hot the more food we sent to that motherfucker. Oh man, probably in trouble for that one. Well, that's the music, fellas. <laughs> That's the transition. We appreciate everyone for tuning in. Hey, we got the Packers on Sunday, one o'clock. Oh, we got dance lyrics tonight. No, I I will replay that with the instrumental so we can talk over it. Um, oh man, Jesse Cowell called him a pill head. <laughs> yeah, he did call him pill head. envy. Everyone I bet, for, I bet, uh, I bet, I bet. Ursa yeah. knows where I can find a PS5 at though. He got them crackhead prices. He probably got. He them. does, man. Right, probably, probably hoarding a bunch of them in the, in the back of his uh, his limousine right now, man. Man, I love crackheads. Right, there you get your get your damn car fixed, and you know for a six pack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> hey, thank you everyone for tuning in, man. This is a great live stream. Uh, we got the Packers on Sunday at one o'clock. We'll see how it goes. They're fair by four and a half. We talked about the ups, the downs, who to expect. What do we what do we think? We got our predictions logged. And I will say if anyone who, who logged, Chariots, Tigers, Dev, me, Aaron, Greg, Marcus, Antonio, Mario, George, Joe, Jesse, and Andre, man. If y'all lock in your if I got your score locked in here. If you, you hit it, we'll send you something as a as a free gift, man. Um, right. We appreciate you tuning in. All the other ones who I mentioned, Ref the District. Um, shout out to you guys. Um, who else did I miss? Anyone else in the chat here? We had a bunch of earlier then Mario Alvarez, Terrence, um, Selena, Terrence, my mom, Dukes, for tying in early on. My Dukes. My Dukes. My you, raised Dukes. A, you raised a fine gentleman, Mrs. Charles Crawford. <laughs> um, we appreciate you for tuning in. George Sunil, good to have you on. Uh, you guys got any shout outs? 
Shout out to Cereal. Racist motherfuckers. Cereal? Who? Cereal. Like Cereal. General Mills? Oh. <laughs> Sounds like a plantation. <laughs> you ever thought General about Mills, the one, that makes, the one that makes all the cereals? You gotta be Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but Frosted Flakes are great, number one. Like you think about the black cereals, you got snap, crackle, and pop even sounds like a whip. You pour milk in Cocoa Krispies, don't even talk, bro. And they got a fucking monkey. My name is Cocoa when I swing from a tree. Think about it. Cookie Crisp got a pimp bear. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, Cookie Crisp, they got that one dude running from the cops. Cookie Crisp, Vassal. <laughs> why? Why you gotta be running else. from the cops, man? I'm just, I don't know. I didn't draw him. Count Chocula. Mills. Count Chocula. That's a that's a pimp, bro. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. This is like a hip hop frog. Tell you, man. Okay, the- what about what about Smacks the frog? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dig them, hip hop frog. All the black cereals got some dumbass characters. Some shit. We need to do to cereal what they did to the Redskins, man. By the way, free the cereal. You got to cook up a cocoa puff, man. Best, one of the best great. stoner breakfasts ever. One of the best stoner breakfasts ever. Honey Smacks. Milk and you drizzle a whole bunch of Hershey's chocolate syrup. Oh my milk. gosh, I've never done that, but Man, I gotta I'm broke try. In college, we see cereal, fruit loops, so. That is that is stoner breakfast. Snacks with chocolate syrup. Marcus says, later, fellas, Antonio, hail, hail to the Redskins. Mark Mario says, Dan said he had dirt, a lot of dirt on owners. They had to send someone out like Ursay out there to try to light fire. But Dan also came out with a comment and said, I never hired a private investigator to investigate any owner or the commissioner. Doesn't mean he doesn't have dirt, but he did come out in a statement and say that. Yeah, because they probably told him. And he also says, we are not selling the team. So just get it out there. Mario, hey, we appreciate you, man. That was it was good interacting with you. Terrence, always, always a pleasure, man. I'll see you, I'll see you at work. Hey, Jesse. We used Appreciate to eat cereal with, with Gatorade, Damn. bro. You ever do that? Pour some water on it. Fruit Gatorade? Gatorade no. in there? Gatorade, no. no. Get the blue Gatorade. Fruit never did, never did Gatorade. Did mix it with some oatmeal before. Get your podcast topic. Fruit Loops are overrated as all hell. Anyway, we got to get out of here. <laughs> all right. Versus. We'll be back on Monday for the post game, the Packers post game preview. Hopefully, walk out of there with a dub. We'll, that'll put us at. Three and four on three our and own, four on would be our best season. start since 2018. This seven game starts since 2018. If we win Let's this game, go. Let's go. Hey, as always, please like and subscribe. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we appreciate you guys and share this, man. Share this. Listen to the audio on your ride to work. This is a great audio podcast. It might not be the best visual podcast because you know we ain't the best looking dudes, but the audio is on point. Speak for yourself, nigga. I'm gorgeous. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. I, I'm, I'm, I may be a three, but I'm an eight for a fact. Man, hey, hold on, man. What you talking about, man? I'm gorgeous. Freaking Dev, 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 Dev is a ten in Kentucky. Von Box Muncher. <laughs> Dev Von Box Muncher. He was a Targaryen. Now he's a Box Muncher. So, right. have at it. All right, we love you guys. Uh, as always, peace. Hey, so- be out. So-